Sometimes us parents don't think we're anxious because we're not trembling in our boots, but there's often no visible signs of how anxious we are. Yet when we look inside our heads, we notice that we spend a lot of time thinking about our kids, sometimes scary thoughts about things that haven't even happened. On today's podcast, Five Ways to Relieve Your Parental Anxiety by Debbie Pincus, creator of the Calm Parent AM and PM. You're listening to the Empowering Parents Podcast. Empowering Parents is a community dedicated to child behavior help and problem-solving techniques for parents. Hi everyone, this is your host Anna from EmpoweringParents.com. It's natural to want to protect our kids from what might happen, or to try to make sure that nothing bad does happen. And funny as it sounds, our brains are actually comforted when we think up every worst case scenario and then worry about them. We think that somehow, if we just worry enough, we can control things and make them go right. But fretting about the future, about the unknown, can cause extreme thinking, stirring up our fears, imaginations, and projections. It's no surprise that this causes our anxiety to skyrocket, which causes us to worry even more. It's a never-ending negative cycle unless we can get control of our anxious and awfulizing thoughts. When parents get caught up in this negative cycle, we often find that we're spending much of our energy directing, lecturing, hovering, cajoling, or nagging instead of connecting with our kids. We get so frantic about fixing things that we're not able to see that we're parenting out of fear rather than from a calm, realistic, and helpful place. We lose track of the facts about our kids and see them from the lens of our anxieties, often stemming from our own unfinished business. Maybe we didn't do well in seventh grade or felt left out of the popular group. It's normal to want our kids to do better than we did and not fall into the same holes, but it can be hard to see that perhaps that's not where they're headed. Until we can recognize and name all of this awfulizing as anxiety and reactivity rather than the actual facts about our children, we will not see our children clearly and therefore not be able to give them what they actually need. We worry and we awfulize rather than guide. And in order to see our children as they really are, not how we wish them to be, we need to calm our anxiety down first. Remember, calm is contagious, and calm parents raise calm children. Easier said than done, for sure. After all, we're only human, but it can be done. Here are five of Debbie's tips to being a less anxious, more calm parent. Number one, know what you can and can't control. Control battles can be over many things, like friends, school, and even food. Is it possible to provide healthy foods in your house? Yes, of course, that's something a parent can do and be responsible for. But can you make your child eat them? Maybe, but at what cost to you, your child, and your relationship? Anxiety about their health might compel you to make them eat those vegetables, but that might only land you in a battle of wills that becomes less about the vegetables and more about you don't control me. Put your efforts into what you have control over and let go of what you don't. Accepting that you can't possibly control every outcome will help you feel more calm, and you'll be creating the space your kids need to learn to be responsible for their choices. Number two, know the difference between fears and facts. The best way to know if you're parenting from fear is to ask yourself if there's even any evidence of what you're so worried about. You might worry that your child is unhappy, for example. Write down the evidence that backs this belief up. 
You could write that he cries every day or that he used to be very talkative, but now he's quiet and withdrawn. If you have facts to back up your concern, determine useful next steps to attend to the problem. Maybe talking to him or to his teachers or school counselor would be a good first step. But if you find no evidence to back up your awfulizing thoughts, then recognize that this is about you, not your child. Pay attention to your own unfinished business of the past or feelings you had when you were his age. Understand what's getting triggered in you when you see him. Does he remind you of your troubled sibling at that age? Where does your imagination take you? In other words, find the source of your worry so you don't confuse yourself with your child. Facts help us to stay calmer. Number three, ask yourself, what are you really anxious about? One of the ways adults manage anxiety in our important relationships is to deflect onto our kids. Let's say you feel emotional distance in your marriage, for example. Rather than address the problem directly with your spouse, you might instead get overly focused on your child. You might see problems in your child that barely exist but become exaggerated in your mind. This gives you a place to focus the intense emotions not being dealt with in your marriage. A child is an easy target to place the focus on. It's normal to want to avoid the hard stuff between you and another person and then bring in a third, like a child, to reduce the intensity. However, it doesn't solve anything. It just increases anxiety and we end up trying to fix something that isn't the problem. Attending to the actual problem will calm us down and help our life function at its best. Number four, focus on yourself. You might say, how could I possibly focus on myself? I have three kids, a job, and a million things to do. The first thing to remember is that focusing on yourself doesn't mean you're not taking care of responsibilities. It does mean finding a way to make you a priority as well. If you don't care for yourself, you won't be able to take care of the kids, the house, or your job. Focusing on yourself means knowing where you end and where your child begins. You are not one, but two people. It means developing yourself, your adult relationships, your goals, and your aspirations. Doing this will help you calm down because you will be the one in charge of your own life rather than living in reaction to everyone around you. Not everything in your child's life is your job, and if your children see you taking responsibility for managing your life, then they'll learn to manage their own responsibilities and feel free to develop their own life. Our last tip from Debbie today, number five, stay in the present. When you find yourself thinking up what-if scenarios about your child, bring yourself back to the now. Ask yourself if there's anything now, right now, that would be helpful to do or say that would aid your child both now and in the future. This will help you calm down and then give your child what she actually needs. Try this simple exercise. Say a what-if anxiety creeps in, like, what if my daughter doesn't pass her history test? Bring yourself back to the present and ask yourself these questions. What are the facts suggesting to me that she won't do well? For example, her last test score might have been low, which is a fact. Is my concern based on facts or fears? For example, you could say, I'm also worried because I struggled in history at her age, which is a fear. What would be helpful to do now to help her do the best she can on her test? You could say, I can have my other kids who don't have a test tomorrow play outside so that way she can have some quiet study time. Is my plan realistically taking into account what my responsibility is and what actually belongs to my child, what I can control and what I can't? 
Having the other kids play outside is an appropriate responsibility as a parent, something you can control. Can you make her do well on the test? No, that's in her control and it's her responsibility. We all worry because we love and care so much about our kids and wish to protect them from life's struggles and disappointments. But you will feel calmer when you gently remind your intense, loving emotions that trying to do what is not possible only increases anxiety. Instead, think about and act on the things that are possible, reasonable, and realistic for you to do for you and your family. Functioning better helps everyone feel more calm, and feeling more calm helps everyone function better. You will change this cycle into a healthier and less anxious one. You just heard the article, Parental Anxiety, Five Ways to Relieve the Worry, by Debbie Pincus. To learn more ways to stay calm, check out Debbie's program, The Calm Parent AM and PM, available at empoweringparents.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care, and we'll see you again next week.